Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. Today, I'm here with Chris Fullan. Uh Chris is a really, really smart guy. Um, I've, I've actually, he didn't know this, but I asked a lot of people, like, is he smart? <laughs> and I got every single person said yes. So, um, so good, jo- good job on that, Chris. Uh, Chris actually has a pretty pretty traditional, I guess I would say, um, background in getting into cyber, you know, kind of starting out in the sysadmin, the networking side, and then moving into uh, more of the information security side. Uh, but Chris, I'm going to let you just kind of introduce yourself, uh, what you're doing now, as far as uh, your job, uh, maybe some day-to-day stuff, and then uh, kind of what piqued your interest in like IT, and then also once you made the transition over to the security side. Sure, definitely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, Yes, I did come from the traditional background. Uh, I guess it all started probably when I was five or six. I was living in the Caribbean at the time. um, And one of the the computers for the marine hardware store that my parents had was being repaired um, by one of the only um, IT techs on the island. And she was working on the computer and I was like, huh, what's that? (laughs) Um, and ever since then I was, I was always interested. Um, while I was a teenager, I would just, uh, she had an internet cafe as well. I just hang out there and work on stuff and got really interested in it. I was helping everyone, um, doing your traditional help desk type, uh, support, um, both for family as well as individuals, um, on the island. Um, but after high school, I wanted to, there's such a glut of, um, computer science degrees out there. It was being mentioned on the news and everything like that. I was like, I don't want to go down the computer science route. And I was never that good in math. And back then, the the bachelor's degrees like had a very heavy focus on calculus and physics and science, even for computers. I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> so I, I actually got a business degree and um, with emphasis on information systems. So it still had okay. that uh, tie to it, but um, started your traditional like teenager jobs, um, lifeguarding, sales. And um, my first real role as a adult was as a salesperson but then in 2008 the economy just tanked um no no one had credit it was hard to make me quota and i was like you know what if i'm gonna grind might as well grind doing something i love um so i quit my job i started to just i said okay well i'm gonna go through i'm gonna uh, get my certs so i can get into the industry and um I was able to go through and get all the way up to my MCSA in like six months. Um, nice. I, yeah, it, it, it was dedication. I was literally studying 10 hours a day. Um, it was my job because I looked at it like I needed to be able to master this so that when I do go out for interviews, I know what I'm talking about and they're not going to be like, oh, well, he just has a certification. He doesn't know anything. Um, and yeah, kind of moved, moved my way up quickly, um, support analyst type, type roles, um, becoming help desk lead, taking that leadership type role. Uh, And I really like that because I like developing individuals, helping people out, figure out where, where their goals are, how they want to develop their career. And that kind of ties into what I'm doing today as well. Um, 
but then maybe about seven years ago, I, I started to see, well, we're, we're doing all these thing in, things insecurely at work and we're doing them insecurely at home. Why don't I start helping people to figure out how they can secure their home and then that will tie into work. And that strategy helped in every single one of the organizations I've worked for. So I was like, hmm, okay. Um, started helping out the security team or asking for security type roles and um, moving my way over there. And then I was like, you know what? I want to go get my master's. Um, so I went out and got my master's of information assurance and not just to get the master's, but to really um, dig into the topic, uh, dig into cyber assurance and cybersecurity, uh, understanding how policies are created, how risk is managed, uh, from, from an academic standpoint so that I can try to translate that for the business and try to do it like that. Cause I've never been the, the hacker type. Um, I like to be in between the people and the people that are like coding the technology. So I can translate what those that are coding the technology and those that are developing it want to accomplish or are trying to do and then translate that for um, individuals in the business and then vice versa. Um, got my CISSP along the way and um, here I am. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so kind of in your day to day, are you, I mean, obviously I, I'm, I, I can look at your LinkedIn, which I've done many times, but um, are you kind of doing more of what you, what you mentioned there of your translating what the coders or, you know, the people developing the software are doing to the, the business side of the house? Are you kind of that bridge right now? Um, I would say today, half my role is spent in advising organizations on cyber related risk and how to reduce um, risk while dealing with information, particularly in the cloud arena. Um, and then the other half of my role is aiding organizations with digital transformation and ensure that you're doing it uh, securely. So what digital transformation is, is moving from your traditional on-premise infrastructure to start utilizing cloud services in the best way that works for the organization. And for some that could be a hybrid approach, for others that could be um, a full cloud approach, but uh, helping them choose the right technologies to employ to ensure that they minimize their risk as they move to the cloud. Nice, nice. So by the way, if you're listening to this, uh, Chris is the man to talk to for everything. <laughs> he, he knows everything, except for hacking, but that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's always fo so funny when I talk to like people trying to get into the industry, like I wanna be a hacker, like that's a very, very minute area <laughs> compared to everything else. Um, I, I know you and Renee, uh, so Renee Small, for those that don't know Renee listening to this, um, you and Renee have a podcast that you guys do to try to help like people newer to the industry or people trying to break into the industry. Um, so uh, I definitely want to kind of talk about that a little bit. Some of the, some of the things you guys are seeing is like uh, maybe questions you guys get, that sort of stuff, just anything that can benefit people. Um, and by the way, for everyone listening, we're going to have links to all the different things we talk about, like the podcast and stuff in the uh, description of this episode. So, um, so we're going to link as much as possible. If Chris wants to sell you something, I'll link that too. So, <laughs> Um, so yeah, it kind of goes into my desire to help individuals grow their, their career and figure out where they want to go. And, um, about 
a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, Renee and I were on similar threads where we were just being asked the same questions. How do we get into cybersecurity? What certs do we need? What do we need to do? Um, and it was just getting repetitive, um, like saying the same thing over and over and over. Um, one, I guess the, the first tip for anyone trying to get into cybersecurity, you need to know how to research. Uh, it will help you tremendously. Um, but beyond that, um, so we, we decided that we'd get together and try to come up with a way to scale ourselves because each of us answering the questions, we only have so much reach. So we came up with the concept of interviewing individuals that came into the industry within the past five years and cap it at five years for the reason that individuals that might have came into the industry before or um, were always in the industry as it evolved, th their recommendations for breaking in um, might not be as relevant uh, as to what's happening today. So that's why we, we wanted to kind of uh, cap it to those individuals. Um, and on our show, we've had Everything from individuals who are just coming out of college, this is their first type role, um, those individuals sharing their tips and tricks, um, to junior individuals that have a couple years of experience and you're moving into their first cyber role. And then lately we're, we're very proud to say that we've had a lot of mid-career individuals that are coming over, um, they're seasoned professionals in other roles, whether sales or um, leading entire uh, groups from multinationals, and they want to then focus on, on cyber and making that jump. And each in each of those stages, they share the different tips and tricks that are relevant to that stage in their career and how they got over. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've actually had a couple of people recently that, that uh, were kind of in the project management space that want to transition over to security. So that's actually uh, really good to hear. Um, yeah, and, and by the way, everyone, I've, I've listened to their podcast many times. Um, they, didn't, they didn't know that until now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely uh, great information to get on there. Um, I don't know if you've published any books, Chris. I know Renee has a book uh, more specifically targeted on Amazon. It's for uh, like hiring managers. I forget the name. I'll, I'll track it down a link to it, but I think that's valuable for someone out there. Um, another book I'll recommend is uh, Kirsten Brazier has a phenomenal book on kind of breaking into the industry. It's targeted towards uh, women, but it's definitely a lot of good information that is relevant for men as well. So um, if you're out there, you're brand new, you're listening, definitely check out uh, Kristen Renee's podcast, check out Renee's book as well as Kirsten's book. And, and like I said, I'll link to everything. Um, and if you have a book, Chris, let me know and I'll link to that as well. Uh, uh, that's in the works. It's a, okay, a, pro sweet. a project of love um, kind of to summarize all the different tips and tricks that we've had uh, on our podcast, but in a consumable format. Once I do finish it, it's going to be mostly through uh, Amazon self-publishing, so uh, okay. minimal price, but just to get the information out there kind of thing. Um, but outside of that, I also uh, coach individuals here and there, and I'll send you the, the link to my coaching site. But I, I like I'll give some tips to anyone that's looking to break in just on this podcast. Uh, the first step is really figure out what you want to do in cyber. Uh, the cybersecurity industry is very vast. It has many supporting roles in sales, marketing, HR, uh, um, teaching, awareness. 
as well as your technical roles. And within your technical roles, there's so many different specialties. So when someone says, I want to break into cyber, it's like asking, I want to work. Like, what do you want to do? There's so <laughs> many different things. Um, so that self-discovery is, is really important. Um, and then so, the next, so, uh, go ahead. So just to interject and, and ask another question off of that. So if I'm somebody and I'm like, I hear about this cyber stuff on, on, you know, the news or whatever, it sounds exciting. Where do I go to figure out like kind of the, the paths I should take? Should I take some like free online courses? Should I go to YouTube? Should I read some books? Should I go to meetups? Is there, is there any single answer to that question? I don't think there's any single answer to it. I, I would say um, figure out maybe where you have, and this was the point I was going to go to next, uh, figure out where you have skills and competencies that you enjoy mm -hmm. and how you can translate those into helping organizations or individuals secure themselves. So if, if you're a salesperson, okay, how can you help either promote organizations that are selling solutions to do that? Or even internally, how can you promote awareness and engagement within an organization uh, to, to be more secure? So it's just about figuring out the transferable skills that you already have, whether you're a college student or a seasoned professional, and how those might be able to relate to um, operating in a more secure manner, and then use those to for formulate your path in. Cool. Yeah, I actually had, I forget exactly who it was. I'm sure they'll listen and they'll, <laughs> they'll tell me which one it was, but um, Katoria Henry and also, uh, no, I'm sorry, um, Katia Dean and Katoria Henry uh, were both recently on my podcast. And one of them had mentioned um, kind of, uh, kind of about that of, you know, of kind of what you were just saying as far as like what, what people should do to try to, uh, you know, translate what they've been doing into security stuff. So the example was, you know, a nurse wants to get, you know, wants to make a transition to cyber. So no, like nobody cares that you can draw blood, but what did you do security side? Well, you protected patient data, right? So that's a, that's a translatable skill that you can put on your resume to try to break into cyber. So, so I think that's some very good information. I just want to kind of give people kind of a visualized correlation just, you know, outside of the sales part, because I've, I've had several people that are trying to transition from healthcare into cyber. And that's, you know, that's, that's one of the things you can do to like Chris is saying, like, look at, you know, really, really do self-reflection, look at yourself, look at the things you've done in your current job and figure out like, okay, well, does this apply to like protecting data? Does this apply to, you know, like, like you mentioned the sales skill side of it, of how can I sell a better solution? How can I talk to companies? So yeah, just figure that out. And uh, yeah, I mean, Chris is a great resource, uh, by uh, the way. So not, I mean, not to, not to butter him up. But, uh, <laughs> Even drilling into the nursing example, um, nurses have to follow very strict uh, procedures for completing certain medical tasks. And most of the times they have to help develop those procedures. So if you've been involved in setting up a new procedure for your organization and you understand the process that's involved in um, setting it up, scaling it out, and testing it, that could be something that, that's definitely transferable um, within the industry, uh, as well as understanding user behavior. Um, as a nurse, you know how your patients are gonna react when you do something, so you could take that into the security arena. You know how they're gonna re uh, uh, react when they see a pop-up or when they, they get that juicy phishing email, so you can <laughs> take that knowledge of your, your social engineering so to speak, that you've learned on, uh, 
while being a nurse and then apply that to security. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and something a lot of people don't know, cause I don't list it on LinkedIn. I'm actually a, uh, technically still a nurse. I, I sent in my retirement paperwork. So, so eventually I'll be retired soon, but, um, but yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but uh, Chris is saying accurate information there. Um, there's a lot of things you do as a nurse that, uh, for example, just giving medication, you know, there's a procedure for that, you know, you doing the checks and balances and stuff. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have to ask a question. You, you, you kind of, already answered this, but I always like to ask it direct because I want to really give people a full cross, you know, because there's such a, a vast array of opinions on this. So certifications, degrees, experience, like what do you think people need kind of that trifecta? Do you think there's more weight for one over the other? What, what's your opinion on, on, the, on all that stuff? Because that's one of the biggest debates out there that, that we always see. I would say as a true uh, security professional or risk professional, it depends. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 which interestingly is like, you know, one of the most common answers. And I'm sure it's frustrating people listening like, ah, nobody, everybody's saying the same thing. Well, exactly. Right. So sorry. Go ahead. Chris. Yeah. So let, let's go down each route and discuss the pros and cons. Um, on the job training is great. If you have a great mentor, if you have an organization where they have mature processes and you're doing things the right way. The problem is, if you don't know that you're doing things the wrong way, you develop <laughs> bad habits and you end up being less secure than you should be. Um, education kind of provides you that technical broad knowledge that you would learn, um, usually about some of the right ways to do things, but never in depth. Uh, certifications, on the other hand, kind of go more in depth in certain verticals uh, to ensure that you have a more in-depth knowledge of those areas, and some of them test your ability to do it. The greatest misconception for certifications is everyone thinks that they validate that you're doing very well in that area. Um, it's more a point in time that you either have memorized or you understand the information that they tested you on. And that, that's why a lot of certifications are moving from having a, a certification that lasts forever to having continuing continuing education requirements and um, having it renewed every couple of years, um, both because they, the organizations want money, but also <laughs> to force <laughs> the, the, the certification holders to ensure that they're staying up to date with their knowledge and that they're keep on learning all the time what, what's happening or changing in the landscape. So just kind of jumping a little further in, into certs, are there like, so let's say I'm, I'm listening to this and, okay, I understand. I'm going to go try to get some experience. I'm going to go try to, you know, do college. I'm going to make sure I have the skills. Are there any entry level type of certs though that you would recommend? So both from the IT side of things and the, the cyber side of things, like if I want to break into either industry or, or even both, are there a couple of certs that you would kind of recommend I, I check out as maybe somebody new to all of this? Yes. Um, what are you, test out for the certifications or not, I definitely recommend everyone at least figure, 
go through the, the learning paths for the A plus, Net plus, and Security plus. Um, especially Security plus if you want to be on the cyber side. Um, but if you want to be on the cyber side and you don't understand the networking and how things interact with each other, you're you're going to have a big gap in trying to secure things. And the A plus exam also gives you great troubleshooting methodologies and understanding how things work at the endpoint aspect. And if you, again, if you're in cyber and you're helping with that aspect of it outside of like security awareness and those sorts of things, how things work at the endpoint, if you don't know that, then you, you'll have a big gap there as well. Cool. Yeah, and, the, and, and those three that Chris mentioned are actually the three that, um, I have yet to find anybody that hasn't like recommended those as kind of the entry level. So, um, so if you're out there, if you're that person, uh, get, in get in touch with me um, and Chris and I will correct you. So, <laughs> uh, Anything else you want to share at all, Chris? Any other advice for people? Any, any burning desires of information you want to share? Yeah, I would say a couple of things. If if this is the industry that you want to go in, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing it just for that big paycheck uh, that everyone's talking about because there's such a deficiency of uh, cybersecurity professionals out there that there's a one to three million um, openings out there that needs to be filled. If you, if you come into this industry just for the paycheck, you will get burnt out and you'll probably get spit out within a couple of years. Um, if you come into the industry because you genuinely want to help individuals and organizations secure themselves and you're curious about how to, how to do that and you have that drive in you, then you'll probably do very well in this industry. Um, the other thing I would say is Keep an eye out for the migration from on-premise to cloud. I still see a lot of individuals today that have been just focused with the on-premise environment. And as cloud adaptation and migration is happening every day, these individuals are going to get left behind. Understand how the paradigm shifts in the cloud. That could be from trying to secure cloud assets, um, including information, which is a totally different approach than you would on-premise, understanding that will help you f better future-proof your career. Nice. Now, now, along the lines of the cloud, any do you recommend somebody learns a particular cloud over others or a generalized approach? Or, and, and along those same lines, since we kind of already talked about some certs, what are some certs that you commonly see like people getting in the industry for cloud related stuff? I would say it depends. Um, there's many different routes you can take for um, securing the cloud, whether you're doing that for your cloud infrastructure, and then you can take a look at your specialized vendor certs, so your AWS um, security specialization or your Microsoft security specialization. Um, there's your general um, CCSP, which is from ISC squared for cloud knowledge, um, as well as uh, the Cloud Security Alliance has a general uh, certification there. But then the other thing from uh, looking at it from a risk perspective, if you understand how the cloud works, maybe not being able to set up the infrastructure, but 
at a higher level how it works, where your areas of responsibility shift, you can then better try to put controls in place to try to mitigate any issues that you're having once you have that foundational knowledge. If you don't know that the differences between infrastructure as a service and software as a service and how those areas of responsibility change, you won't be able to advise the organization how to secure themselves. Um, the other thing I would say is if, if you're into application security right now, you can scale yourself to doing cloud security because as you move to the cloud, everything is becoming code. So there's infrastructure as code. There's net, you're developing networks as code. Um, you're doing Kubernetes and you're, you're, you're spinning up and spinning down your infrastructure quickly. So understanding how security interacts with those DevOps um, work models will be critical for the future. Nice, nice. Any other, uh, any other advice at all, Chris? Oh, we, we, we could talk all day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think we can. Yeah, and I know, I know you have other stuff to, to do. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, I would say really just try to figure out where you want to go, um, what you want to do, and then that'll help you tailor your path. And I think um, once you figure out where you want to go, then you can start reaching out to individuals in those types of roles, um, have informational interviews with them, hear their experiences within the role to see if that's a role that you really want to do, or um, maybe you'll, you'll talk to them and you go, oh no, that, that's not going to work out for me, um, before you invest too much time into going down that path. And I would say the other thing is utilize resources like Cyberary. They have um, a great amount of free resources, as well as uh, some tailored paths to get you from uh, foundational knowledge to very ex experienced in the field because they have labs that you can do and you can test yourself on. Nice, nice. Cool. I appreciate the shout out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool, I, I, I really believe in Cyberary. I mean, I've been using them for eight years now, um, back when there's only four courses available. And <laughs> I think up to three years ago, I have, I have done every single course on Cyberary just to um, give me that broad view of the industry and how to advise it, uh, individuals that I'm consulting for in the different areas. Cool. Now, now I have to ask: Do you do you find that the website these days is a little prettier than uh, than back then? It's definitely changed a lot, and I, I think the 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 change to um, having labs, having simulated tests, having the support network that that's been grown out of that community uh, that's also very valuable too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And all, you know, all those are valuable components, uh, when, especially when you're trying to learn, you're brand new, you're trying to get your skill level up. And the fact that they're all in one place kind of helps um, you focus your what you want to do and where you want to go from there. And then mm -hmm. once you know what you want to do, then you can then go back out to the interwebs and figure out where what you want to dig up. Absolutely. And, and make sure what you're digging up is uh, non-malicious. <laughs> Unless you want to be a reverse malware engineer. Yeah, yeah. Best way to learn is to, to you know, get ransomware in your own system. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you, appreciate you hopping on. Um, you know, I know you took some time out of your workday to, to hop on here, Chris. Um, so 
uh, definitely, definitely grateful for that. You provided just such a wealth of information. I really hope that um, people out there listening, this has really helped them change, you know, kind of the trajectory of their career. Um, so yeah, I just, just wanted to thank you. It's, it's been a pleasure, you know, happy to have you on anytime. Um, so yeah, yeah. Just, thanks, man. Really appreciate yeah, th it. Thanks for having me on and I'm happy to come back come back on anytime if we want to talk about something specific and drill down into that cat that category or topic. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure we could probably spend like three weeks talking about certs. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll 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 save everyone that for right now. But Perfect. Well thank you so much, Ken.